Okay, so we are going to continue with the sayings of Saint Mark about spiritual law, and uh, today we ha we are going to go through very nice and very useful advices. Um, uh, for sure, all the things are not like unknown to us. We know about the things we already heard many times. But is, what is beauty in this text is that in a short saying he gives a like reminder and uh, of those things, good things, good things for spiritual life. And many times uh, I found that many times those sayings come to mind in the right moment. You know, that um, it's very helpful. So, okay, so let's continue. We continue with text number 23 a man wanted to do evil but first prayed as usual and finding himself prevented by God he was then extremely thankful yeah so St. Mark ascetic uh, uh, introduces as a man who was tested even uh, he was tested in that way he cooperated with this temptation that he even make decision to do evil thing. But because of his habit, which was somehow rooted in his heart, he at first pray. He prayed at first. And this became his protection. And uh, in this saying, um, St. Mark uh, gives like summary of those many uh, advices Holy Fathers when they remind us that we should n never do anything without asking for God's blessing. That we always should ask God for blessing for each thing. And uh, it sometimes it seems like uh, why I should ask for normal thing. I'm going to cook lunch. I'm to fix lunch or breakfast, or I'm doing like normal stuff. Why to ask for blessing? Because well, I can plan to make lunch, but well, who knows if I'm alive at the time what I'm in which I am planning to do this. One, this is one reason we don't know about future. We can plan something. But, well, everything's God's hands, and we are aware that everything's God's grace. Without grace, we cannot do anything good. But more important, I think, from this thing, is and where he's aiming is that we do this to create a good habit and this good habit can protect us when uh, we are in temptation or in the time when we are almost like have way to do bad deed or to commit sin this good habit 
can help us. So I think this is this is what is like the essence of this saying, and uh, we can add that uh, during this process of creating this good habit, we are growing in our humility because the reason why we are praying is and asking God for blessing that we don't trust our strength. This, this is why we are praying and when we admit that, that we need help, that we depend on God's grace. So this is something what supports this virtue of humility in us. Another thing is with this connected is that, and it's, it's connected with this protection, that always when we humble ourselves, when we read uh, this work of Holy Father, is that when we humble ourselves, we allow some kind of this noetic ray of light comes from heaven to us that we are able to grab something from this divine knowledge or knowledge from above. And, uh, and this uh, leads us to see things in correct light. We are making good discernment. In the end, he says that when we create this uh, habit, so and and we create this uh, ability or this ability to ask God for blessing for each our work. We will find in our life the similar situation like this man, that this habit became our protection, and we start to be thankful. Again, uh, let's. We have to think even about about this gratitude we are experiencing. Um, so as the Syrian says, and I said it many times, I or reminded that that if we give thanks to God for His good things, God immediately gives us double portion of the gift we received before. So our gratitude starts like a spiral, which is growing, growing, growing. We are thankful God gives us double. We are thankful he doubled what was doubled, and, uh, and it continues. And um, in, this, in this way, we are entering to deeper and deeper intimacy with God, because Everything is his gift, and if we have abundance of these gifts, it is something that is necessary if we want to grow, if we want to uh, enter to the life, spiritual life, much deeper. Okay. Some questions or comments? Good. It's easy.
When David wanted to kill Nabal the Carmelite, but was reminded of the divine retribution and abandoned his intention, he was extremely thankful. Again, we know what he did when he forgot God and how he did not stop until Nathan the prophet reminded him. St. Mark is using two situations in David's life. The first situation is when Nabal, Nabal? Correct? No. Mm -hmm. He refused to help him. He refused to uh, fulfill David's like request for help. And David became like so angry that he wanted to kill Nabal. And at the time, Nabal's wife, Abigail, came to David and um, she promised that help, so uh, David calmed down and he uh, did execute his decision. Um, so Abigail gave him advice how to handle that and through this meeting with her, David recognized God's will. And for sure, God's will was not to do this revenge he was planning to do. The second situation in his life, he's, everything, he's like mentioned here, it is different situation when uh, he was taken by lust and uh, he wanted the um, wife of Uriah. 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 And uh, because of that, he sent him to the war and asked with this request that put him to the first line. Well, it means that he wanted him to be killed. And uh, he was not able in this situation to uh, recognize God's will. So, There is, there is a, in Avergatinos, this collection of Holy Father sayings and stories. Uh, I think that from hypothesis 21 up to 25, I think, or 28 even. There, is, there are many stories which says about importance to have somebody as a guide. So there are two, those capitals or these chapters are talking about necessary to have good company, to search good company and be in good company, and to search for good advice from those who are mature in faith. And, um, and there are warning that who do not listen to. And uh, in that first situation, we can see that uh, David was listening to Abigail, and she came with this suggestion or advice, which solved the problem. And there was no blood, you know, there. Nobody was killed. 
in the certain situation he's not searching or he doesn't talk about anybody about that and he stays by himself and Well, I try to, how I understand this, so it is, it is a, this not direct reminder of uh, this advice of the Holy Fathers that we should not trust ourselves because our decisions, our thoughts um, are um, infected by the level or afflicted by a level of our spiritual life, a level of understanding spiritual things. But it is infected by our pride to an egoism. And whoever, whatever passion is in our heart. And that it is necessary to ask God, uh, to, uh, uh, to ask somebody who's mature in faith, how do you see that? And through this, again, this act which requires humility. Which requires humility and some, because sometimes we hear, many times we hear something that goes against our plans, against our way of thinking. And, uh, and we realize that while we were wrong to admit that and to change, you have to humble yourself to to do this. But when I mentioned this Vargat, you know, you can find a lot of stories when somebody uh, that people who followed own uh, like wisdom, own desires without <coughs> without talking to their spiritual fathers. There were like tragical like ends and and so bad mistakes and um, even though things are from uh, like monastic environment, it's very realistic. We don't well if you read that so you realize that monastery is not the super holy place that you help people there who are sick too spiritually. And many, many who come with wrong, like, um, uh, intentions, or good intention is mixed with wrong desire. It was happening that at the time, usually bishops were chosen from monks. So the easiest way how to, if you wanted to grow in these ranks, to become to start as a monk, but if you have this, if a monk had this desire, so then this drive for power was present there and um, caused a lot of problems, a lot of problems. What I like on these writings is that they don't, they are not saving, uh, they are not covering anything. Oh, they are like they are totally open and many and they are talking about things which is which was for sure scandal at the time 
they are talking openly because they say, well, this is how you can learn wisdom. You can learn from that. Or do you have some? Right. At the times when you remembered God, increase your prayers so that when you forget him, the Lord may remind you. I like this spiritual law very much because this spiritual law turns how we approach this prayer totally upside down. Usually we pray a lot of when we are suffering, when there is a difficulty, when we are fighting. So we are praying a lot over the time. When we are experiencing some kind of like peace and well, the spiritual life is relatively easy and even like feel this joy usually the time our prayer life is going down a little bit or it is not so intensive and what they are, what St. Marx is telling us is that well it should be opposite when you are experiencing this peace in your heart this, this uh, easiness you should use that because it is easier to pray more at the time when you are experiencing this consolation from God. It is easier. Use that. Because there will be times when you need to pray, but there will be a lot of difficulties or this situation in which we will be uh, it will be so unpleasant that well, we will be praying, but not with that intensity or length, you know, like when we are doing the, in the uh, in the time of peace. There is another famous saying that in the time of peace, make preparation for the war. You know that may because when you are not preparing during time of peace, you will be defeated in the time of the war. So I think it's, it's connected, those advices are connected. And uh, and it's not, not only like, uh, not only this prayer, I would say, it's, it's about other things which uh, um, are part of spiritual life. For example, that uh, it might be a spiritual reading too, that I can have those days or some kind of clarity in mind or ability that I'm able to read a lot of, study a lot of. And uh, so it would be, if I notice that, I should use these moments of grace and to like be like sponge, to, to try to be soaked as much as possible with those spiritual texts because for sure there will be times when it will be difficult for me to do this that I have to that I will need to force myself to read at least 
one paragraph even where even if it is short so then and and, you, and we all uh, I'm sure that we know these uh, moments when we feel almost like the, to to reach for a, a book even the scriptures some kind of work of, of saints to have do spiritual reading it's like we would do everything we would be dancing around that book but we would not touch you know <laughs> touch that because something like inside of us caused this well yeah there there is uh, the, there are those situations when we don't have this zeal burning very I maybe sometimes there are these only few sparkles are only there. So always when we are in this blessed time of consolation, try to do the best at the time, use the time and maximum. Yes. But we have to be, many times we have to, it's, it's thank you for this question because, or comment, because we have to remind ourselves that there are those like uh, moments when we go like through desert in spiritual life. And there are moments when, those are moments they which are from God you know, to test us, to force us to to grow even through this hard walking. But when we are experiencing that, we always, we have to be very careful not to, uh, to be sure that it is not caused by our neglectments or wrong way of life. You know, and uh, if you remember Briancha, you know, you know that this first chapter about following Christ, uh, he tells us that about these signs, what does it mean to follow Christ? And if you remember that, so we learned that, well, we have to simplify our life. We have to willingly deny many desires which are connected with this world, you know. And and um, well, now heart with which is filled with world cannot receive uh, this knowledge which comes from heaven. So I have to. I have to check in this time of the, that I cannot pray. I have to really ask if it's from God or it, it was caused by my way of life. You know? 
one man asked with uh, he asked me that well I cannot concentrate during the divine liturgy because well all these thoughts are and when I asked him about his day what he was doing during the day so that man was running from morning to the time of the liturgy I'm not uh, and it, those were not things which were connected with his responsibility. He just was trying to arrange many things because of his many habits. Mm-hmm. You know, hobbies. Not hobbies. Mm-hmm. hobbies. And uh, he, he was trying to arrange everything. So, so it was like, uh, you know, these kind of people, you know, that they're nonstop running, mm-hmm. trying to arrange things and to do things. And I told him, look, this is not, this not is like spiritual, like desert you're going through. You just didn't create in your heart the space for God. And you cannot just turn switch and to be in like full, some kind of community with God. God talks in silence. If you don't try to establish this silence, this stillness in our life through removing those things which are not necessary, we will not come to situation, never, that we will be able to be concentrated or to have joy from prayer. You know, so, uh, well, I am not saying that she has this problem, you know, but I think it was, it was, fitting to add this, that at the time we have to make discernment. It is because of my lifestyle or it is from God. You know that he allowed me to go through some kind of test. Sometimes outside forces that um, are beyond your control that kind of build up. When you read Holy Scripture, perceive its hidden meanings, for whatever was written in past times was written for our instruction. St. Mark uh, reminds us that importance of spiritual reading. I have to admit that while spiritual reading was one we know from I read books, this limited number of books we had at that time, but it was really in seminary we had uh, during, in supper time, because there were so many seminarians, so while one group, half of them were having supper, the other half was in the chapel and we had uh, lectura. It means that uh, a book was chosen, one seminary was reading, the others were listening. It was always from Life of Saints, and it was nice. And then we switched, you know, and, uh, and it was every day, every day, every day. And uh, 
I started to understand this. This is very, very useful. It was very, very good. I liked that very much this evenings. And, uh, but still, I didn't get it until I started to read these Holy Fathers, these works, and I was amazed that how they stress that how important spiritual reading is. I, well, it's not that before I was not seeing importance, but I didn't put so huge value to spiritual reading as they are doing. And I said, well, the spiritual, you should not, you should not have day without that and read as much as possible, you know? And, but well, just read is, is not uh, enough. The spiritual reading is not only reading something uh, connected with spirituality of, of religion uh, in order to gain information, to gain knowledge. The spiritual reading is something what I'm reading as a incident in this understand this is instruction for my life. And I I'm really searching, trying to understand what is written there for my life, how I'm supposed to form my life according to those things I'm I'm reading. And he uh, he points to Holy Scripture. He says that everything that is hidden there, it was written for you. You know that this is a very powerful thought that we are reading because we want to uncover what was written for us, what was written to form us, to teach us, to change us. So, yeah. Somehow we have to. World uh, teaches us to absorb a lot of information. Uh, I found uh, very funny several tips. A few months ago, a long time ago, uh, it was on uh, some kind. A lady from uh, a YouTube channel. She was giving like tips. I don't remember now about what it was, but what I remember was two tips. The first thing is that we should practice fast reading. You know, to actually, she said that we should be able to to come to that moment that we scan the page, not even read, like scan with eyes to grasp what is essential and to continue. And she said, she said, you can read like many books in months through this technique, one thing. And the second, <laughs> it was funny for me that she said that, well, you can even study uh, while you are running, jogging, or, or exercising, you know, because you, there are many books there are audio you can listen, or there are like lectures on, on the internet. And she said, but if you are listening, turn, put it to higher speed. You know? I said, 
it never came to my mind, you know, to <laughs> speed up some kind of like. But there is possibility. And she said, well, it will not take you a long time to go through one book, audio book, you know, if you speed it up. He says, if you are running like for 20 minutes, well, you can go through several chapters. <laughs> well, so this, <laughs> in the summer way world, teaches us to, to these techniques. And uh, we have to admit that what we learn, we apply even many times in our spiritual life, because it creates, it creates like a um, habit we, then we just follow. When Miron went to seminary, and uh, uh, he sent me a list of books that are supposed to read in the, this first semester there. And when I looked at the list, I said, you, you are crazy, <laughs> guys, you know, it's impossible. It's impossible to read that, you know. Because it was not like easy reading, it was like philosophy and, and like theological things. I said, this is, not Im this is impossible. But he had to read, read that. And, and he, he told me that, well, I was scanning with my eyes those pages. I was not able to, like, to go like slowly and to think about that. And, and this is not the way how we are supposed to do spiritual reading. Spiritual reading is not how many pages we will go through, but how much we will absorb. And uh, I have to admit that I was, I, I read really, relatively fast before, and well, not in that speed, as the lady was saying, but still, uh, you could go and say, oh, this is a nice thought, and this is a nice thought, and underline that, and so I thought that I am doing a good job, but then I started to listen to Father David Abernathy, his podcast. And when I started to listen to St. Isaac Syrian, and I realized, okay, so are we going to be like 10 years over Isaac Syrian, you know? <laughs> because, well, it was like very slow, like a sentence after sentence of short paragraph, short paragraph, and explanation. But slowly, I learned from him to read very slow. And I think that this was very beneficial. I, I'm just sharing this, my experience. I, uh, now, it's difficult for me to force myself to read fast, because I have this feeling that I'm losing something. That I'm losing something. So I always like blame Father David now that <laughs> if, if it, it takes me like a uh, longer time to do something, you know, somebody asks me that, what do, what do you, can you read that book? What do you think about that? I say, wow, right, there's like this pile of books, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, and then I apologize, well, I'm slow reader. JP. I was just going to say, you say watching uh, or listening to the books on, faster speed. My older brother is a strange character. Um, 
and he invited me over to watch a movie. So we started to watch a movie, and it's playing at a very fast speed. And he was like, yeah, I watch all my movies this fast, so I can watch, like, more of them. And I was like, well, this isn't even fun. So we watched, like, three movies in the time of one. It was terrible. <laughs> All right. If there is, there are, in the case of movies, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fine. Yeah. I, I admit that uh, I've been taking a, a graduate course for theology, and um, pretty much all my lectures I've listened to in a in a slightly faster speed. One that I can still like understand what they're saying, but yeah. I still listen to it in a faster than normal speed. And I think this is this is fine, but well. You have to gain, like, you know, like in the studies, you have to gain intellectual knowledge. You have to come to this understanding. But um, I think the problem is that that uh, it forces uh, that it it doesn't create this ability to to be in awe, you know, that to read and suddenly to let this message touch your heart and to be like this is great and and to stay in this and 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 to let your heart to start desire this thing you know this is this is uh, and i think that our seminaries and i started to notice that even in Slovakia now they probably there are like requirements for for degree or something. So uh, my my nephew he just finished seminary, and um, he was preparing for um, this last work paper, and there's come one two more things he had to read in short time and to prepare make research. I, and my question is okay. So uh, well. This make him better spiritual father? No. Wise, uh, smart, maybe yes, <coughs> but not spiritual father. Well, I, I don't have. If I have a recipe, probably I would get the Nobel Prize. You know, how to yes. Yes, one thing that that I've noticed myself over the years. I've always had problems with comprehension. A lot of times I have to go back and read uh, read it over again, but I have noticed when you read slower that you retain it a lot better than if you're reading fast. Yeah, yeah it's true. All right. And he's talking about Holy Scripture and for sure Mark and for sure we have to if we are talking about spiritual reading so this priority uh, uh, especially New Testament we should read regularly and it should be like uh, something we are very familiar with and um, I don't know if I mentioned it before probably yes or not I don't know I watched that video uh, it was like several minutes from uh, Elder Kleopa from Romania was recorded how he gives like uh, 
words to pilgrims who came to him. And when I was listening to the translation, and I realized that, well, this man is not saying own words. He was just jumping from one verse to another verse to another verse from scripture with easiness. Uh, well, there was connection that he used own words to connect in summer, but it was like, uh, and Paul says this, and Isaiah says this, and, and he made all this explanation just with this collection of these verses, he, and with so ease. So you could see that he was like soaked with uh, Holy Scripture, that, that it, it was in him, it was just coming out. He even didn't have need to, and, and he, he, he even didn't think about to use own words, because, well, all these words he read many times, I was meditating over, just were coming out as an answer. And this is something what we should, we should uh, try to reach this familiarity with Holy Scripture. Okay, so let's take another one. Scripture speaks of faith as the substance of things hoped for and describes as worthless those who do not know the indwelling of Jesus. Oh, okay. I made weird translation, sorry. So he continues in this spiritual reading, and uh, uh, and uh, we were, we touched that. Really, he needs this, you know, or he had this urge to warn us, or to bring us to correct way to the spiritual reading. How we are supposed to do this, because only when we uh, approach correctly this spiritual reading, so this becomes this ascetical tool for us which are for uh, which can cause transformation of our heart and uh, when he says that but that we should accept scripture as something what is we are supposed to accept through faith and when we put ourselves to this position that that while we with some kind of humility in heart we see the scripture as a instruction which was uh, given to us for our life so then we start to uncover things uh, which are raising our hope or uh, they are they are, are increasing our zeal this fire in heart and and this is like this first signs of this new life which we are getting in Christ 
this new life is starting to like emerge and uh, when we continue with reading we start to understand how this new life should look like and and if we with faith try to put it to our life so then uh, we are entering to this new reality uh, this 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 life new life in in Christ and he gives uh, even like warning he says if if this reading of scripture doesn't lead us to Christ so it's it is sign to this new life it is sign that our faith is not alive in us. If this reading of scripture doesn't cause that we are, we have this fire in heart which transforms us and we, we know that something is building in us, what is changing us. So we have to know that, well, our intellectual knowledge can be increasing but if there is not the zeal, no fire uh, this transformation this emerging of this new life so then he says that we are not not worthy even we are doing that reading that and um, well it is, it is very, very important, like warning, and we have to. We had this. We are having this class on Brianca, you know, and Evergetinos for people of Slovakia online, and uh, it was two or three meetings again ago and one lady she reacted in the end she said that uh, she never thought about vain glory all my life I, I, I well she heard about that but she never paid attention to this because because well uh, she thought that this sin is not touching her, that it is not her problem. So she was ignoring that. And uh, it was this uh, uh, way of reading, spiritual reading, this as, uh, as we are talking now about, what caused that she started to read in different way applying to herself, searching, like, okay, those are instruction for me. Not only scripture, the Holy Fathers and everything, and suddenly uh, she's, she realizes, uh, like, my eyes were like open, and suddenly I realized that I am full of vain glory. And she told me that I got scared. I, I was never confessing this in all my life. And now I am really 
upset that I found this in me. And she, how could I be so blind for my life? Well, this is happening when we uh, don't make effort to do the spiritual reading correctly. We can read, it's fine. But if we do it as spiritual reading, so it has, it should, must have like, like very good, um, qualities. When we had this, what was the year of mercy? Mercy, correct? A few years ago. Oh. And uh, one seminarian, he told me that, well, you know what, it's year of mercy, and uh, Isaac Syrian is, they call him like apostle of mercy. Before Fastina came, you know, there was like uh, Isaac was like the, the biggest apostle, preacher of mer God's mercy, and many others. And so he said, well, you know, I thought that I prepare for bishop like some kind of like summary, Isaac's teaching about God's mercy. I said, it, it should take me like two weeks. <laughs> I said, two weeks? You know, it's like, how are you able to do this in two weeks? I can read fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, he meant it well. It was very good. And hopefully it was like, like um, beneficial for him too. But this shows how how world uh, caused damage to this spiritual reading. Because what he was doing, it was not spiritual reading, it was research. You know, that to, to gain information, to make summary of this information, and to offer them like some kind of product which would give this summary. But this is not how we are supposed to read spiritual readings, to do spiritual readings. All right. If you don't mind, I would stop here. Um, Do you have some questions or conclusions? No? You know, I was. I yeah. just want to make a comment. You know, in reading the Bible, it's interesting how there's so many things. <clears throat> like they were saying, how it's instructions for us today. How so many things back then correlates to things that are happening today mm -hmm. in our world, and and um, it's amazing to think that. The Bible was written that many years ago, and it still is affecting us today. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, if you, yeah, and for example, if you take this uh, story about this rich young man who came to Christ asking for, mm -hmm. and Christ told him, and he left sad. This is about us. I, I think that each of us, we have the same experience. We come to Christ because we want eternal life. And we are listening what He's telling us. He's showing us the way. And then we leave sad because we are not willing to go this way rapidly.
you know, it's, it's so it is about us. All right, so thank you very much. Yeah.